Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What's up, guys? Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. It's your Monday quick hitter, and it's going to be a quick hitter. As I'm your host, Jake Burns. We are really <laughs> in a, again, I talk about it all the time, weird spot for content. This week, we're going to start position reviews, but uh, really, you know, right now, over weekends, it's it's not a ton of fun quite yet to force content. We're going to get some mock drafts and stuff going where we start talking about what the Browns are going to do at certain positions, free agency included. But right now, after the long season over the weekends, probably going to rest a little bit, take some time off, give myself a chance to, uh, you know, settle in, not burn myself out. Because, you know, once free agency, the draft hits, then the off season kind of in the middle of the summer hits a little dead period, then it's full board again. And I want to, I really want to continue bringing you seven days of coverage with this podcast. So, kind of stepping back a little bit to not burn myself out. But I do want to come in for these Monday quick hitters, talk about these games, um, and then give you one point of the day. So for me, Cincinnati, Tennessee, pretty crazy. Uh, I mean, for Tennessee to to sort of I, – I felt like they continually shot themselves in the foot. But, you know, with, ten, with Ryan Tannehill's three interceptions, Cincinnati ends up pretty much gaining the same amount of yards but the difference is the the uh the three to one turnover situation and you get four field goals for Cincinnati to one from Tennessee the thing that's amazing is that you know you can go into Tennessee and you can see the flaws Tennessee had as a one seed and you can take nine sacks upwards of 70 yards lost on those nine sacks from the Bengals and still get out of there with a last second win. But again, that's turnovers. If Tennessee doesn't turn it over there, they go down and maybe put themselves in position to kick. I thought it was going to be a three point game either way. Kind of felt like to me, Tennessee might win that game, but that's what happens. A tip ball interception, one throw down the field and you get a 52 yard field goal to win it. Evan McPherson, this kicker from the Bengals, definitely making everybody question whether you should be drafting kickers. I don't think you should be wasting your time drafting kickers unless I don't know, unless you feel like you've got that kicker. Maybe McPherson was that for them. Maybe Seibert was that the Browns thought was their guy. I don't I don't know. It's tough. The data is not good on, on picking kickers, so uh, good luck with that. But, again, for the freaking Cincinnati Bengals, who hadn't won a playoff game in forever, I think it was 87 or something like that, he, you know, for, for that situation to win two straight playoff games, coming down to the last play of each essentially is it's a little bit mind-blowing to me where they're at but this is what happens you get a ticket into the playoffs and anything can happen even 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 if it doesn't involve injuries if you can create some turnovers you know injuries obviously play a big part we saw that with the Browns and their chance to beat the Chiefs last year with Patrick Mahomes uh leaving about uh two two quarters of the way I would say two-thirds of the way into that game we saw Chad Henney but like that's what happens, man. You punch your ticket, anything can happen, and that's where Cincinnati is. Now they got a daunting task we're going to talk about. But that also brings me to the next point, which is the Bananas game in Green Bay. 13-10, Jimmy Garoppolo gets all this credit for winning the game, going 11 of 19, a buck 31 in an interception. You know, We're going to talk about these quarterbacks later in the offseason and what guys are actually upgrades and what guys are not. 
just to, it's it's insane when you look at the game that was the early game on Sunday, the L.A. Tampa Bay game. How many breaks go in the favor of Tom Brady teams, and how many breaks just go against the Packers? They have a missed a missed kick that's blocked in the first half, right before going into halftime. After Rodgers made a scrambling, fantastic play. I mean, I know Green Bay wasn't great on offense, but 263 yards to 212. Uh, both teams turned it over one time. Uh, the, obviously, the turnover for Green Bay is the block kick that gets taken back in for a touchdown. It's just, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. The unfortunate. I think that actually it was a fumble lost by uh, by Green Bay, but that's what happens. They a block kick, right, and a blocked punt. The results in a touchdown, and that's what makes it 10-10. And then you, you know, give up one drive right before the end of the game, 45-yard field goal as time expires because you can't do anything on offense. It's amazing. They had two guys with nine catches in the game, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Uh, Alan Lazard had one catch for six yards, and that's it. Mercedes Lewis is the one with the fumble I was just referencing. He had one catch, but that's all. That's all they threw it to. I don't, big changes could happen in Green Bay. Huge domino effect could come of potentially Aaron Rodgers wanting out. But that game is just bananas. And another example, get into the playoffs, you never know what happens. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. L.A. tried to give the game away all day. Ended up turning the football over four times. I was just sitting back like, really? Is Tom Brady going to have another game where the team and himself are not playing well and just just end up with a chance to win the dang thing? And that's what happened. Fumbles everywhere. Fumble before half. You know, uh, a fumble right there at the end of the game. They're trying to ice it. And all of a sudden, tied at 27 before you know it, you know, Tom Brady gives a handoff to Leonard Fournette, runs in for a touchdown. Everyone's praising Tom Brady for handing the football off. Love Tom Brady, the best quarterback career of all time. But good Lord, if you can't recognize the fortune that that guy has had to have some things in his career, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. But a heck of a throw by Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup. And uh, nine catches, 183 yards, and a touchdown later. And Cooper Cup, just 28 years old, breaking out. Triple crown for, for wide receivers. He's phenomenal. It was really cool to see LA get him. So, and then you watch the Buffalo KC game that we all watched tonight, where it just, um, just, just crazy. Uh, KC goes for 552 yards, Buffalo 422. Mahomes those 378 yards, three touchdowns. Really, the thing that was surprising is how well Kansas City ran the football too. Mahomes ran for 69 yards and a touchdown on seven carries. Clyde Edwards-Alaire seven for 60. 
Nicole Hardman, two for 31. I mean, they put up 182 rushing yards to go with the 370 passing yards. Tyreek Hill looked like that that uh, hyperspeed version of himself, 150 yards, 11 catches, a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, eight catches, 96 a touchdown. But on the Buffalo side, I mean, Josh Allen, 27 of 37, 329 and four touchdowns of his own. Gabriel Davis with eight catches, 201 and four touchdowns of his own. Stephon Diggs goes for three catches for seven yards, and Josh Allen puts up 329 yards and four touchdowns. It's crazy. You watch that game, and this is kind of my big point. You know, you watch that game, and it's hard to envision a consistent scenario where the Browns are able to play in those games. Now, the Bills had better defense, we thought, than what happened in this game. I mean, I didn't expect the Bills to give up 42 and 552, especially considering where their defense ranked on the year and the talent they have on that side. But that's what you're looking at. Can you consistently beat the Chiefs? The Bills, because that's your AFC Championship game. No disrespect to Cincinnati. They're an up-and-coming team. Good young quarterback, but they're not those two teams. Now, they could pull off some stunner in Kansas City next week, but they're not. They're not those two teams. And I and I know they beat I know they beat Kansas City at home, uh, playing for everything. I, if they if they replicate it, good good for them, right on. But like the Bills, the Chiefs, and and if you include the Bengals and you want to include Justin Herbert and the Chargers who didn't get it. You're looking at quarterback play, and are the Browns as currently constituted going to be able to keep up with what is going on in the AFC? Because again, I view this game as your AFC championship game, and that game was a display of two quarterbacks between Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes go for nearly seven 700 yards and, and seven touchdowns, and they are doing it all, running, uh, you know, and I'm talking schemed runs and evasion runs, extending plays, arm angle changes, deep ball accuracy, all of it on display. Ball out on time. How many sacks were taken in this game? I'm trying to trying to find the metric. I don't even know if there were very many. I think Buffalo had two sacks on the night and two sacks from Kansas City. So it's like this was a display of can your team, as you have them currently constituted, Keep up with the Buffalo, Kansas City stuff going on right now. That's what you have to ask. Do you have the pieces to do it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe you feel like the Browns do between how they run the football and some of the clock control stuff and play action they can do. But that's that's the gold standard in the AFC, and that's the, the types of teams over the next five or so years, this Buffalo version, this Kansas City version, that you're going to have to beat to get to the places you ultimately want to go. It's hard for me to watch that game and feel like I'm watching something like I watched from the Cleveland Browns this year. But again... Maybe they come back. Maybe you think Baker Mayfield has a bunch of you know bunch of these types of games in his repertoire. I don't know what you believe. I I it's hard for me to fathom uh, substituting in Baker Mayfield for one of those quarterbacks tonight and seeing it go in a similar fashion. So again, just me. You can disagree. That's fine. 
But I'm looking at that game and the way it's like now they play in the Bengals win a tough road playoff game against the one seed and you're like, this is it, man. The Bengals are doing it and you're watching this guy, Josh Allen, who you had every opportunity to draft. And again, I, I don't, uh, I didn't want him at the time. I think the thing that I always go back to is I wish Josh Allen just would have played a little better in college, would have made the decision a little simpler. That would have been nice. But guys, you could have had, and even you're looking at Mahomes. I know the Chiefs traded up to get him, but the Browns could have moved up to get him. They could have taken him one. Could have taken him one. I love Miles. We all love Miles, but they could have taken him one. It's hard, man. It's hard to watch these guys, and you can go back and argue the reasoning for not taking him. I get it. It's cool. You can do that. It's fair. But it's hard watching guys you had an opportunity to select do the things that they are doing across the NFL, you know, and it's it's just not fun. It's not fun. You know, I'm not going to argue the Baker Mayfield stuff. People spend their time on Twitter, Baker tonight, going on, logging on, talking about keeping his Twitter circle tight after he likes a tweet from Dustin Fox. He can't help himself. He can't get off social media. Can't do it. You know, like, it's hard for me to envision it right now, and it's hard for me to sit back and watch it as a fan. I am a fan. You know, I try to be neutral and analyze this thing, but I'm a fan of the Cleveland Browns and watching these teams with what they have, with what Cleveland could have had. It's a challenge. It's tough. It's not fun. And whether you think some of these guys being thrown around, the Kirk Cousins, the Derek Carrs, the the whoever's, you know, uh, I don't even know any other name to throw out right now whether you think they're an upgrade or not, because most people are just having conversations about why you shouldn't get this guy, that guy, or the other guy. Not whether Baker's good or not, but this is why you shouldn't take this guy or that guy. It's uh, it's just it's a, it's, a, it's a shitty place to be. Pardon my language. It's a shitty place to be. You really hoped that Baker would get them to these types of games. I called Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes tonight. That's the modern Manning and Brady. And I mean modern as advanced quarterbacks. You know, quarterback play has been advancing so much over the last quarter century to the point now that we see all these guys able to anticipate things quarterbacks in previous generations couldn't anticipate, schemes dialed into what their quarterbacks can do well, arm angle changing, big-time throws, stepping up and driving it, guys who can get out of the pocket and use mobility as a positive part of their game. That's the stuff you wish your quarterback could do. Can Baker Mayfield do some things? Can he get his whole body into it and throw it 70 yards? Sure. Right? Can he can he can he come off play action fakes and make some throws? Yeah. But can he create? Can he extend plays? Can he be the guy who runs for sixty eight yards while everybody else on the team runs for forty? Throw for three thirty four touchdowns, carrier team, put him on their back, two touchdowns inside of two minutes. Can he do that? That's what you need. You watched it tonight. That's what you need to be a real contender for the long haul in the AFC. And I don't think that's where the Cleveland Browns are at the quarterback position right now. They can get some decent play out of it. But they're not, they're not doing that. What you watched in Kansas City, they're not doing that. So it's a challenge to see how the Browns overcome that in the coming months and years with decision-making and uh, so much, so much, so much on the line. We'll have a fun week of podcasts. I promise we're going to do some position reviews, go over things from a granular level through the season. Uh, I promise it'll be uh, fully comprehensive for you like I try to aim to do and uh, try to give you a gauge of what the Browns need to upgrade based on position-by-position analysis. I'm pretty pumped because the family, we are going to Disney World. Never been myself. Going to Disney, uh, not this week, obviously, but next week. So I'm going to do some pre-recorded stuff while I'm gone. Pretty excited to do that. So it'll be a busy week of getting ready to uh, offload some stuff for vacation. So 
yeah, uh, check in throughout the week. We'll start these position reviews. They'll carry into the following week. We'll have some good guests. I appreciate you guys joining for today's Monday Quick Hitter. Have a great Monday, a great start to your week, and go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.